I'll say yeah, the first uh the first two in uh yeah. English. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. We are ready. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. We're now joined by LAFC's Diego Rossi. We're going to start here with two questions in English. So please use the raise your hand buttons for the English questions. Then we're going to move to Spanish. We're going to start here with, use those raise your hand buttons. Gio Garcia, take it away in English. Hey, Diego, how's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, Diego, you guys have a tough matchup against Tigres. Um, so far in this tournament, they've been a team that dominated possession. They've dominated the opponent on the offensive end and also on the defensive end. How do you think you guys can overcome Tigres and beat them in the final? Yes, I think that in the whole tournament, they were a really hard teams and yeah we have to focus in our work in in our style or and in our idea and i think if we focus in in our idea and, and we try to play our football uh, then there we we are going to be good like that uh, of course they have a good team they have good players they they play a good football, so it's going to be a, a a good match for me. Kevin Baxter. Hey, Diego, thank you for your time. Thank you. Um, this is kind of a difficult question, I guess, but can, can you just take a minute to reflect on your season? You won two golden boots. You won that MLS is back and you won the regular season golden boot. You were named best young player in the league. And you did all this while taking your team to the playoffs, to the CONCACAF Champions League final. And you had COVID. It's been a busy year for you. Um, what's this year been like? Has it been kind of a dream or a nightmare? Yeah, I think this, not, this year is not, uh, it's hard for every people in the world. I don't think that uh, I don't think a, uh, a person could imagine something like this. So then depends on how you take this situation and you uh, try to, to improve you or uh, have a good mentality to, to live with this, this new life that uh, we we have to live. Um, yes, it was a a different year. There were uh, different emotions in the in in the year. And yeah, I think this is something a year a special year. Um, I try to live it in a good way and and try to enjoy in a uh, as, as much as possible. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to move to Spanish questions now. Next, we're going to go to Manuel Medina. Ahí estamos. Ya me deben de escuchar. Eh, pues, eh, buenas tardes, Diego. Eh, ya ganaste tu, 
la primera división con, con Peñarol 2016-2017, ya el Supporter Shields con, con Los Ángeles en el 2019. ¿Cómo tener esa mentalidad ganadora, pero ahora con, el, el, con tu equipo en la, en la CONCACAF Champions League? ¿Cómo, cómo eh, sacar jugo de esos, de esos torneos que ganaste y tratar de traer esa experiencia ahora para esta final? Sí, bueno, creo que cada uno intenta aportar desde, desde, desde su lado. Sí, me ha tocado eh, ganar cosas, como a otros compañeros también, y y bueno, esas experiencias, eh, intentar brindarlas al equipo y todos juntos eh, eh, poder aprender el uno del otro y poder eh, sobrellevar la, las situaciones. Y, y bueno, creo que es otra de esas, de esas experiencias lindas que nos toca vivir. David Espinosa. Gracias, Diego. Gusto saludarte. David Espinosa de Fox Sports México. Últimamente se, se ha dado mucho este tema de, de comparar la, la, la MLS con la Liga MX. Ya con lo que fue para ustedes el haber dejado fuera a León, Cruz Azul, América, ¿crees que se les pueda dar la razón de que hoy en día el fútbol en Estados Unidos podría estar mejor que el mexicano? ¿O tendría que darse únicamente la coronación en esta final contra los Tigres para que se pueda dar razón a esta comparación que existe hoy en día en estas dos ligas? No, yo creo que es muy difícil comparar una liga con la otra. Eh, son fútbol diferentes y no creo que haya... Cada uno puede ver el fútbol a su manera y puede inter interpretarlo como, como él quiera. No hay una forma de juego ni, ni, ni algo que sea correcto. Cada uno lo puede ver por por, por su, su gusto o lo que sea, pero creo que, que es difícil comparar una liga con la otra porque son situaciones diferentes o, o se juegan de otra manera. Y bueno, capaz que esto puede ser sí, eh, para, para ver algo así, pero es eh, sobre un tiempo, eh, sobre este campeonato, no se, no se va a ver lo que es el resto, el resto del año, sino que es solo de un campeonato. Katia. Thanks, Ben. Diego, gusto saludarte. Igualmente. ¿Cómo se sienten ustedes? ¿Crees que se han ganado el, el respeto por lo que vienen mostrando en la competición? Eh, si bien, justo lo que decía mi, mi compañero de esta comparativa que siempre hay entre MLS y Liga MX, y son un, un club joven y, y enfrente tendrán a, a otro rival para una final que tiene experiencia, aunque tampoco ha podido ganar en este torneo, ¿cómo llegan en ese sentido? ¿Crees que, que hoy el AFC se ha ganado un respeto y una luz distinta? Y sí, bueno, el, el, como decís, el respeto se va, se va ganando con, con el correr de los partidos o con el correr eh, de los años o lo, o lo que sea. Y, y bueno, eh, creo que, que están uno a seguir con las mismas ideas y el mismo trabajo. Y, y bueno, eh, creo que va a ser una linda final donde, donde bueno, ninguno de, de los dos equipos, como me dijiste, lo ha ganado. Entonces eh, va a ser una, una linda final. Ariel Judas. 
Hola Diego, de fútbol de MLS en español te estamos hablando. El partido el sábado contra el América fue muy ríspido, muy duro, hizo recordar por muchos momentos a, a lo mejor partidos de Copa Libertadores o de Copa Sudamericana. ¿Lo sintieron así? ¿Sintieron un partido más intenso de lo que habitualmente son partidos contra normales, digamos, contra equipos mexicanos? ¿Y, y esperan lo mismo mañana contra, contra Tigres, un partido copero, duro, competido? Y bueno, sí, se están definiendo cosas importantes y, y bueno, a veces esa, esa adrenalina eh, son, son mayores en estos partidos, pero, pero, pero creo que, que, que va a ser una, una linda final, se va, como te digo, se juega, se juega jugamos por un título y, y bueno, eso va a ser, va a ser, va a ser muy lindo. Vladimir García. Gracias. ¿Cómo están? Muchas gracias. Una pregunta. Um, han eliminado a los clubes mexicanos en las etapas anteriores. ¿Esto les eh, motiva? ¿Incluso podrían ustedes llegar como favoritos contra otro club mexicano ahora en la final? Gracias. Y obviamente que, que es una motivación y, eh, y bueno, fue algo lindo ganarle a, a estos equipos mexicanos, aunque sean, eh, aunque hayan sido otros equipos, eh, nosotros lo que queríamos era avanzar y llegar hasta, hasta esta instancia, ¿no? Y bueno, ahora a disfrutarlo, a trabajar y prepararnos para este partido y y bueno, a disfrutar de, de esta final para poder llevarnos también el título. Thank you. That's going to be it for Diego today. Thanks for your time, Diego. We're going to be joined shortly by LAFC's Bob Bradley. Please use those raise your hand buttons and we'll. We're now joined by LAFC head coach Bob Bradley. We're going to start here with some opening remarks for Bob, then open it up to questions. Bob, I'll let you take it away when you're ready. Thanks, Ben. Uh, we're excited for the final. Uh, finals are special um, for players, for coaches, for clubs, for fans. Uh, and a final against Tigers, a great institution. Um, some really top players. Uh, we have great respect for Tuca. Uh, Mike Sorber played for Tuca like 25 years ago at Pumas, when I think that was Tuca's first coaching job. So we've watched Tigres over the years, their football, uh, the way they go about things, and uh, I think it sets up for a great final. Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here with Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead when you're ready. Hey, Bob, thanks for your time. Congratulations on your first final. Uh, with LAFC. I have two questions. First of all, I think the one everyone wants to know is, do you have a disposition yet on a Tuesta and, and Ante, whether they'll be able to participate in the final? Uh, I'm certain that Edward will not be allowed to play. Um, the discussion is at a higher level than I'm involved with. So uh, my experience in these situations is to still try to make sure the players understand what's going on. Uh, we wouldn't be in the final if it wasn't for Edward. Uh, Matt, he's a 
important player for us, a really talented young guy. Um, and you really are sad when a young player is so important and then misses out on a final. But uh, you saw the response that we had in the second half against Club America. Um, the commitment that we have to still play our football. So we're going to miss Edward and we, we feel bad for him, but our focus is still on just preparing for the game. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think Ante will, I'm not sure about this, but I, normally then you're not allowed in the locker room or uh, on the field, but uh, I, I'm just guessing. I, I haven't seen anything official in terms of how that gets handled for Ante. Okay. And the second question is, that was a, an incredible and emotional game and uh, probably the most important win in franchise history. All those things with everything that went on, you have two days essentially to recover and prepare for the next game. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because you don't have a lot of time to dwell on it, but yet you don't have time to process it and get over it either. There's nothing to process and dwell on. It's just an excitement level for being in a final, for showing people how we play football and for competing against a great team. So that's the only part that we're, we're thinking about. Uh, you know, when you're a player and you get a chance to be in a final, that's special. I said that at the beginning. And so our preparation, our commitment to the way we play, uh, our willingness to go on the field and play, um, to be a brave team that plays football, that pushes forward, that, that makes chances, that plays at a fast tempo. I mean, this is what we're about. And so that's the only thing that anybody's uh, uh, really thinking about and talking about at the moment. Damien Calhoun. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good, Damien. Um, these last couple of games, you've had a lot of, a lot of heroes. Um, just give me your thoughts on the way uh, Kenneth Vermeer has handled being back in the starting lineup and the big saves he's had to come up with, uh, especially on the free kick uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it was a huge save on the free kick. Our wall did a poor job. Um, I said before we began that Kenneth uh, had started the year um, playing for us in Champions League against Lyon, and we felt that it was uh, right for him to be there as we finished. And throughout the year, uh, the competition between Kenneth and Pablo, the way they support each other has been fantastic, and everybody's excited for Kenneth. Alicia, Alicia Rodriguez. Hi, Bob. Thanks for your time. Um, in light of your expectation that Edward won't be available for the game, uh, have you decided who you're going to be playing in midfield in his place? And um, maybe related to that, Latif Blessing has been uh, – really quite a spark coming off the bench the last couple of games. So is he in line for a start or are you going to uh, continue to have him in reserve to come off the bench for the game? Still to be determined, but I, I like the way we played in the second half. Um, and to be fair, when Poncho came on, he did a really good job and see if we needed to come off. So we've got uh, four guys that are all ready. Thanks, Alicia. Jim Alexander, go ahead when you're ready. Hey, Bob, um, is maybe with everything that happened Saturday night and the way you guys came back and everything, which is impressive in itself, but the way guys maintained their composure and handled all the stuff was, that was being thrown at them, was that maybe the most impressive part of the night? 
that mentality, that focus on, on pushing in a game and, and not letting different things take you away from what you're trying to do as a player or as a team. Uh, that's a big game mentality. And that's not always easy because um, to get swept up in emotion and different situations you see even on the, on the highest levels. But uh, I think it's a sign that, that we're getting more and more comfortable in these big games. Uh, we still have this confidence in terms of how we play and how we go about things. So for me, that was great to see. Jonathan Siegel. Hi there, Bob. Um, we just spoke with Diego a short while ago. It, it's obviously been a remarkable season for him on an individual level. Uh, as that does kind of wind down, what have you observed with kind of his maturation as a player, someone who's been such a key part of this club as you all have charted this three-year history already? Yeah, Diego has just gotten better every year. He's matured. Um, he's taken a bigger role. I talked earlier in the year when we went to Orlando, when we came to Orlando the first time for MLS's back without Carlos. Uh, Carlos was home with uh, Sayoa as they were expecting the birth of their daughter. And you could just see that Diego's confidence, um, his ability to take the ball, get into the box, his heart, he, his, his ability to make deep runs and threaten the other team, and his finishing has really improved. But it, it's, it's the maturity. It's his ability to take a bigger role, to be a leader, his confidence. Those are the things that we've seen get better and better really every game. Thanks. Hey, Bob. Um, do you think, do you consider this game as the most important in the history of the franchise? And also your thoughts of, of uh, André-Pierre Gignac? Is he the main concern of the LAFC? Thank you. Uh, it's our first final, so we're going to call it our biggest game. Uh, absolutely. Uh, si, es nuestro. Uh, Gignac is... Um, is a big personality, a big player. Um, you know, I watched him a lot when he played for Marseille. Uh, he's, he's always been a player that uh, is uh, a, a strong reference in the attack for his teams. He's, he's skillful, he's big, he's got a, a strong personality. So uh, we understand what he brings to Tigris. He's a very, very good player. Thanks, Bob. That's going to be it for Bob today. And just as an FYI, we're, going to... we're now joined by LAFC goalkeeper Kenneth Vermeer. We're going to start here with Katya Castarena. Uh, ne uh, never mind. We're going to start here with David Espinosa. David, go ahead when you're ready. Thank you. Uh, do you think that winning the final against another Mexican team would put a disbalance on the side of the MLS with this recent comparison with the Liga MX? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I think we have showed like our best games against Mexican teams that we can compete with uh, the Mexican teams and that we showed ourselves in, in a good way. So winning the title would be yeah, a good way and uh, show ourselves that we are really competitive with like the Mexican League. Salvador Perez. 
Thank you, Ben. Hi, Kenneth. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth, uh, if you if LAFC defeats uh, Tigres, can be the opportunity to be the third team of MLS to win the Champions League. Can be this an opportunity to make history and put LAFC in balance in the balance when. Liga M when MLS is so criticized at the level and as all around the Mexican League. Excuse me. Te preguntaba Kenneth un poco que eh, el AFC eh, tiene la oportunidad de ser el tercer campeón de MLS en la historia de Conca Champions League. Es la oportunidad eh, para hacer historia y también un poco para nivelar esas críticas que hay en torno al nivel de MLS a comparación de Liga MX. Is, is, is this an opportunity to uh, create history with, with the club and, and with this uh, level the playing field against uh, the Mexican teams that have uh, been prone to, to winning the Champions League for the last number of years? Yeah, of course. Uh, of course, as everyone knows, LA is like uh, a new team. And uh, being in a final is already history, but if we win the final, we make history for, for sure. Uh, I think for the past years, it's been a, a hard time for MLS teams to reach the final and even win the final. So we got now an opportunity and uh, I think me and my team, we are willing uh, to sacrifice everything to win this final. Yeah, of course. In, in, uh, Perdón, eh, esta es una, una final para un equipo que solo ha estado eh, tres años en, en la historia, así que el simple hecho de haber llegado a la final es un momento muy importante, pero si podemos ganar, pues eso sería algo mucho más lindo. Eh, nosotros tenemos que hacer nuestra parte, enfocarnos en lo que eh, tenemos que hacer y, y seguir adelante. Katia Castellana. Thanks, Ben. Sorry about that. Um, hi, Kenneth. Uh, I wanted to ask you about how you guys have grown as a team and now the franchise being in its first final. And what have you seen from Tigres that's going to present a different challenge, perhaps, from the ones that you have faced so far? Well, th this, this season uh, overall was like uh, a difficult year. It was a hard year with, uh, all of, with the lockdown, uh, being in quarantine, stopping like the league. And uh, yeah, it, it has been a hard time, but I think like we've been growing. Our last stretch, we showed ourselves that we were growing. And in this tournament, uh, we came to Orlando. Uh, it is only three games and it is like all or nothing. So we prepared ourselves like every game is like a final. And playing against Tigres is like, yeah, we have seen uh, some highlights. It would be a different game, uh, a totally different game than our last game against uh, Club America. They had their tricks and uh, we almost fell for it, but we kept playing our own game. And uh, luckily, with our football, we have managed uh, to win that game. But Tigers is a totally different team. They uh, have a nice way of playing. They like to manage the game. And... We are a team that also try to manage the game and play the games our way. So I think it's going to be like an interesting game. Enrique Gutierrez. 
Thank you, Ben. Um, hello, Kenneth. Uh, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Do you feel Do you feel that playing in the bubble gives you an advantage? Because in uh, normal conditions with fans and having to travel to Mexico and play, play there uh, would have been a little more difficult for, for you guys. Do you think playing in the bubble gives you that advantage? It might be an advantage, of course. Uh, playing in Mexico would be a different, totally different game with, uh, with away fans and uh, their friends. But also playing in LA is like... Uh, a totally different uh, for a team in Mexico, like we have saw uh, against Leon, because the two games uh, that we played away in Leon was like more difficult. It was our first game as well, but our home game uh, we showed ourselves uh, the good way. We played our own game and we kept the uh, we, we kept the, we kept pushing the game and uh, yeah, so you can see it both both ways. But, of course, playing in the bubble, it is just one game and uh, the best will win. Alicia Rodriguez. Hi, Kenneth. Thanks for your time today. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, coming over here to play for LAFC. Obviously, you'd had a successful career in Europe. Um, I have to imagine that an occasion like this is exactly why you came over uh, to play for LAFC. Um, is this sort of a validation for your decision to come to uh, LAFC this year? Yeah, for me, I was, uh, of course, I was playing in Europe for uh, several years. Uh, I've won a lot of trophies in, uh, in Holland. Like everything uh, what you can win, I've already won in Holland. So for me, I was uh, looking for some new experience, some uh, a new challenge. And for me, LAFC came at the right time. Uh, it was a new team, a, a team that plays the way I like. And they were, uh, of course, playing Champions League. So for me to leave Holland, uh, it was like at the right moment. Hey, uh, we're going to move to Hector Trujillo. Oh, sorry about that. I was muted. Uh, that's actually a good segue to my next question. Um, in terms of comparison to what the what you were used to playing in Europe, how do you rate the intensity level and the talent level of where you're playing now, MLS, and the region itself with uh, Mexico and, and, and the MLS, how would you rate the talent level compared to where you were playing before? Well, like in Europe, everyone is like underestimated, like the level of uh, the play in the, in the MLS and and Mexico, I think. Uh, I didn't I didn't know before I came that there was like a high level. It is like, of course, a different way of playing, but every game uh, is like competitive. You need to give your all. Uh, if you play like on eighty uh, percent, you will lose the game for sure. So, in this league, you always need to be hundred percent. Every every team is like equal. So, LAFC with our our way of playing, if we always uh, can reach our level, most of the time we win the games. But like we have seen this season, uh, it was like not always as good as we wanted. But at the end. Like now, uh, we have one thing to play for, and 
it's a it's an important uh, trophy. I've never won a, a Champions League or a, a Euro League, and now the Concacaf uh, League. So for me, it's an opportunity for the team. It's like an opportunity to make history, and uh, yeah, we need to do everything for to uh, win this trophy. Daniel Schwartzman. Thanks, Ben. Kenneth, uh, there is this possibility of the penalty kicks. Uh, did you practice that? Uh, were you planning to do it uh, these days? And also, uh, in that case, did you study it, the, the players, how they uh, possibly shot the, the penalty kicks, the player from Tigres? Well, uh, I haven't trained uh, any, any, any penalty shootouts, but a penalty shootout on, on training or in a in a real game is totally different. It's like a lot of tense, a lot a lot of tension in uh, in a shootout. It's like for a goalie, it's like you just have to you have to be lucky if you save one penalty and hoping for yeah our opponent to miss one. But yeah, a penalty shootout is like 50-50 chance. Thank you. That's going to be it for Kenneth today. Really appreciate your time, Kenneth. We're now going to be joined by LAFC's Mark Anthony K. The question's off here with Katya. Katya, go ahead. Thanks, Ben. Hi, Mark. Um, Hi. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, uh, well, two questions. First, what do you see from Tigris and what different challenge they present from the ones that you have faced so far. And the second question is the fact that we've seen more parity on the field between teams and with LAFC showcasing your guys' football and eliminating three Mexican teams, how much do you feel the calendar ended up working in your favor now that all teams come with a finished tournament under their belt and not um, during preseason? Um, yeah, so for the first part, obviously Tigres is a very good team. Um, they play good football and they have a very good roster. So I think the challenges they impose is that they have two things that we might have not seen from, from the other teams early on. You know, I think Club America, you know, is a good team, but uh, didn't really impose their way very well. And I think looking back at all the games Tigers have played, they always want to be that, you know, protagonist and dominant team in a game. So it'll be interesting to, to, to go up against them, but we're excited for the challenge. Um, Obviously, we have immense respect for them, but, you know, we want to win this game. And to your second question, yeah, I think um, obviously the way the year worked, no one would have wanted it the way it went, I guess, with, you know, having to go to an MLS back tournament and then, you know, having injuries and just it's just a weird year. But it worked out in a way where now we're 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 together at a point where we we played some good games and now there's one game left for the year and we're we're here so um again i don't think you can predict a year like this but uh the way it went we'll, we'll take it right now because we're in the in a final and that's what we've always wanted to be thanks we're gonna go to damian calhoun next hey mark how you doing good how are you good um how soon after the uh reg the playoffs ended are you guys starting to sort of refocus yourself on this tournament? How difficult was that? And and also you've been here from the beginning. How 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 does it how do you feel now, you know, after that when you guys started, here you are in your first final here uh in, in your third year? Yeah, um obviously, you know, losing in the playoffs is is never fun. 
And, you know, we are very fortunate this year where our season didn't end with that game. So we're excited to be able to look forward to another one, which was Champions League. And um, yeah, we shifted gears very quickly. We knew that we had a good two-week period ahead of us to get ready for these games. And we took it really well. So uh, I'm glad that, you know, all the guys stayed focused despite how long and, you know, grueling this year has been to really push it to the last minute and now get into a final. And yeah, obviously I've been here since the beginning and the club has always had aspirations to be, you know, a top team on on the global scale. And, you know, this final puts us, you know, in with within uh, touching reach of, of getting there. So um, it's exciting. Um, you know, finals are, are, are a different type of game. And I'm just glad that this club gets to see one so early in, uh, in its history. Gio Garcia. Hey, Mark, congrats on making it to the final. Um, like you said, you're, you're facing a tough team against Tigres. They're a team that uh, uh, so far in this tournament, once they get the lead, they don't let go of the lead. And, you know, obviously you guys being without uh, Eduardo Tuesta, how do you think you guys match up with uh, Quiones and Aquino? Because it looks like from their games that they really like to control the game from the midfield. Yeah, no, their wingers are dangerous, obviously. So, but throughout this year, we played against dangerous wingers and we've done well against them. So it's a, it's a challenge for sure, but it's something you have to be, you know, ready for. It's a big task, but we're excited that we have this opportunity to go up against them. Um, yeah, Tigers has, has done well in their, their last two previous games. You know, I think the biggest thing for us is to give them a game they haven't seen. And, um, you know, we've been pretty good at doing that with these teams. So we're excited to just try and play our own way and see how they deal with us. But, um, yeah, they're a good team. And we are going to try and make it as tough as possible on them by still playing our game. Jim Alexander. Okay, I had to unmute there for a second. Um, I ask you this, the same thing that I asked Bob a little while ago. Uh, coming out of the, the craziness Saturday and the way you guys were able to, to, to keep your composure and, and keep going in the face of everything that was being thrown at you, is that the most impressive thing from that night, even, even given the way you played and the way you came back and won, the, the fact that you were able to, to overcome all the craziness? That stuff is part of our control. So um, obviously it makes the game a little bit harder, but, you know, we don't want to, you know, lose focus because of something that we can't control like that. And, um, you know, I just give it to the guys for continuing to push. We really felt confident, you know, throughout the whole 90 minutes that we could get something out of this game. You know, at halftime, Bob just told us to just play our game and we can win this. So, um, yeah, obviously, you know, when those antics are going on, it's, it is it is a little easy to get unbalanced, but, you know, we're still focusing at the task at hand where we're trying to get to a final and we're trying to win one. So we weren't going to let something like that stop us. And I'm just glad that we prevailed through that. Thanks, Jim. Josue Lopez. Hey, Mark, congratulations on making it to the final. Uh, now you have played Leon, Cruz Azul, America, and now you have Tigres, which is perhaps the biggest challenge. How can you rate Mexican teams in general? Yeah, they're good teams, man. They're they're organized. They have very skillful players. I think uh, 
you know, just the talent level is very good. Um, and I think they have a lot of game changers, guys on the team who can just, you know, create chances out of nothing. So, uh, yeah, they've all been very good and different teams. But, uh, yeah, I'm just very grateful that we've had the opportunities to play all of them in this tournament, at least the ones on our side. And then, you know, getting to the finals to play against Tigres is we knew from the beginning, from the draw, the draw that it was going to be a, a tough task to get to the final. We were going to have to go through a lot of giants and, and we have. So we're here now and we just want to focus on this next game. Alvaro Cruz. Hello. Hi, Kenneth. Uh, after the uh, great Carlos Vela performance in the game against Cruz Azul and America at the semifinals, uh, do you think uh, which player is better than André Pierginac, a big referent of Tigres, and Carlos Vela for LAFC and why? Is your... well, I've never played with Gignac, so I, I can't tell you how good of a player he is other than watching it just like you and I have from our couches. I can only talk about Carlos, and Carlos is a great player. You guys see what he's done for us as a club, as, as a league for the MLS. So, you know, I don't think there's really an even way of comparing them. They're both good quality players, and, you know, I know they're both going to give their all on, in the final, and I'm glad that I have Carlos on my side. All right, that's going to be it for Mark. Thanks for your time today, Mark. Really appreciate it. That's going to be it for the press conference today. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow night.